You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good morning to you. Happy Monday, the 5th of July for 2021. It's five minutes past seven. A new day, a new week. The first full week of July. Oh, how lovely. Happy morning to you guys. Top of the morning to you. Not quite. That happens later. Well, but top of hour. It still counts, right? Sure. Anyway, we've got a great show lined up for you this morning to keep you warm. It's so cold outside. No, it's really warm. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's five minutes past seven. Brecky banger right now and weekend wrap on the way after this. This is Maroon 5. Christina Aguilera moves like Jagger. For your Monday morning, Carl and Catherine here on 88.3 Southern FM. Morning. Morning. Eight minutes past seven for your Monday morning. It's Carl and Catherine here. We're getting into your weekend wrap, wrapping up the last 48 hours of news. And at the top of the list, there's some concerning news to come out of New South Wales in the last 24 hours in particular. 16 new cases confirmed, with three of those being linked to aged care. In some other news, though, Brisbane's lockdown has ended. It has. Oh, sorry. I think we're still going. No. Um, speaking of New South Wales, the health minister has delivered a breathtaking and unusual warning against kissing and cuddling within homes as, as you mentioned, Greater Sydney battles cabin fever during the COVID-19 lockdown. Obviously, we are hoping as Victorians, we know what it's like to go through this. So we're wishing them a lot of luck this week. We're with them. We're with them, of We're course. with you, New South Wales. Don't worry. We're yeah. with you. We are. But no, no kissing and cuddling, guys. I've got 316 active cases at the moment in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Gladys assures us she's getting it under control. Yes. A little concerning, there are more exposure sites. Anyway, if you want to know what's going on, New South Wales Health got you covered. they got all the updates. They've got all the lists of exposure sites. So you can find that out by searching them online. It's some other news out there. Time is ticking for the Victorian government to approve this year's Oz F1 Grand Prix that's hosted annually, generally, at the Albert Park racetrack. They've made all these amendments to the track in the hope that the event can get up and running in November this year. But at this stage, although the Australian Grand Prix Committee has submitted their COVID safe plans, they're yet to get the go-ahead from the Victorian government. So we'll watch that one with interest because it's a great annual event, which was remarkably shut down with the unfolding COVID-19 situation last year, even though it was all set up and the fans were ready to go. And so we hope that this year in November, it's pushed back further than what it usually is, because usually it's the first race of the year. We hope that the government can approve it and we'll see it go ahead this year. Absolutely. No, we have our fingers crossed. Hey, Bianco, the Pfizer vaccine will be administered by GPs across Australia starting from today as hundreds of doctors join the rollout for 40 to 59-year-old age group to get the vaccine. So make sure you keep an eye on your websites. Try to book yourself in. But good, it's um, good result was that we try to fast-track those vaccines. Yeah, definitely. And in some left-of-field news but some intriguing news, cigarette consumption in Australia has declined massively in the last seven years. Stats have shown it gone from 7.8 billion cigarettes at its peak in around 2010, in the last 10 years, go down to 4.1 billion on average across the year consumed in Australia. So that obviously has to do with the plain packaging and Mm -hmm. all of those um, 
anti-smoking campaigns and stuff over the years. That is awesome news. Speaking of awesome news, just to wrap up the weekend wrap, Bianco, Benefar is officially a thing. Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, seen together celebrating the 4th of July. Very exciting for pop culture Yeah, but fans. that's not even the big couple story of the day. Oh, well, excuse me. Apparently Zendaya and The weekend. But anyway, not I didn't say... Not The weekend. Say, no, The Spider-Man guy, Tom... Someone. Oh, well, I got that one wrong. Wow. Leave the entertainment news to Angela Bishop, please. Look, I don't know about you, but occasionally on a night out, exchange details with people that you meet and, you know, you might message them the next day and say, good day, nice to meet you last night. Hope your night ended well or, you know, hopefully we can catch up again another time. Anyway, occasionally after those nights out, you get the wrong number. Yes. Or wrong details or whatnot. Or... You feel horrible and you give the wrong details. Well, I mean, I've never done that. Same. Shifty eyes. <laughs> Anything you want to confess to us this one? Oh, the, the worst part here we is, go. You're digging yourself is when a deeper you hole. give a fake number and then they go to call it and you've got about five seconds to get out of there. Hang on a second. I'm just going to go to the loo. I, I might walk out. I am very grateful that I did primary school athletics because when I have to move, I can move quickly and efficiently. Anyway, please continue. Well, see, a football fan over in the UK, obviously football's, I'm talking about the round ball, soccer, very topical at the moment with the Euros that are occurring. He bumped into some ladies with his mates and one of them he was particularly fond of. She gave him a number. Oh, no. And so... Oh, no. He decided to try and dial that number the next day through WhatsApp with an internet connection. Didn't work. Anyway, then he tried FaceTime. And the person answered. However... Oh, gosh. (laughs) However, it wasn't the person that he met the night before. Can I say, very bold move, first or second call, being a FaceTime call. Well, yeah. Very bold. Well, the first call didn't work, so the second call was. Oh, that's so bad. Do we know if the girl did it on purpose or whether it was a mistake and she's going to regret that for the rest of her life? No, no. I'm pretty sure it was intentional. Okay. Well, good for her then. However, he was calling for Sarah. He didn't get Sarah. Who did he get? He got actress Maya Jama instead. What? Yeah. Is that a... I think that's how you say it. Maya Jama? Maya Jama? I've never... From the UK? She's like a... Actress over in the UK. Please tell me they're together now. No. Because oh, that would have been a beautiful she story. She was too busy filming something, but she took the FaceTime call anyway. Had a conversation. Wow. Luke, the guy who yeah. tried to dull the person he met the night before, got his mates to take video footage and photos of the whole encounter. And yeah, it's amazing what happens when you dial the wrong number and you get somebody you totally weren't expecting. I don't know whether that makes it better or worse, the fact that he has obviously been rejected and then got someone so cool to answer the call, or does it make it worse that a famous actress knows that you were rejected? I don't know. Well, she took it pretty cool. Yeah. Because she answered the FaceTime call not knowing who it was. Yeah. She didn't know who it was. She went along with it. But then did he, like, at some point in the conversation, she would have had to have been like, so why are you calling? Yeah, and he explained and he'd himself. he'd have to say. Yeah. <sighs> he explained himself. She had a good laugh at it and said, well, I'm sorry to hear about that, but I'm take- I took your call. Nice to chat with you. I'm sorry. I have to go. I can't talk any longer, but Amazing. nice to chat. So then he ended up having her number. <laughs> I don't know whether or not there's been a follow-up call. I believe there hasn't been. Oh, I wish there was. That's like a Disney movie, almost meet cue. That's what they call it. It's like the old Inside the Actors Studio. 
You know, when inside you, the actor's FaceTime. Inside the actor's, writes itself. Inside the act of a FaceTime, even. Ooh. Oh. Let us know. 0404-000-736. Maybe you've found yourself in a similar situation. You've gotten a number, messaged it, and it didn't turn out to be the person that you were expecting it to be, but it might have been better. It could have been better. Or worse. Or much I don't worse. Know. Much, much worse. Much, much worse. I had a very interesting weekend. And by interesting, I mean nothing happened. I was living my retail life both days. And something literally came across my counter, not my desk like I normally say, my counter. And it just ruined my whole weekend. Mm. Now. I think I know what it is. We are living in the age of a pandemic, guys. Yep. We are wearing masks. Yep. The whole premise of the mask On your face. It must be on your face. Correct. Good for you. Thank you. Now, as someone who, you know, has to move some shoeboxes around, just keep the place neat and tidy, and by that I mean I normally wait till the end and then Uh, have to frantically clean, I see a lid looking a little bit tilted, and I say, same, I feel the same way. (laughs) Life. Go to um, fix it up, and I see probably the grossest thing I have seen in some time. Someone had put their used face mask, which can I say, I think they confused for a tissue. Disgusting. Sorry to people eating their breakfast this morning. In with the shoes and then just put it in there, shut the lid. That was it. What? Yuck. I just, when I saw it, I was like, first of all, shouldn't you still need that? Like, what? But why are we like this? I just want to give everyone a stern talking to. Like, why are we still like this? It's 2021. Be better. Do better. Catherine's editorial for your Monday morning. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's my spicy piece. Anything but else? You know what was worse, though? Was then I had to quarantine the shoes. So they are now on a two-week hiatus. They've been blasted with um, sanitary spray. And they've had to be outcasted from the rest of their friends in the shelf. And it wasn't their fault that someone did it. But now they're like that, and it's gross. Yeah, that's not good at all. But in saying that, right, I think we need to lift as society. I agree. As a society. (laughs) Because the more I look around, the more I see used face masks on the ground. Yeah. And it's like those plastic things, six-can holder things that get thrown on the ground Mm -hmm. because people just take one after the other and they have no care factor. When it comes to actually disposing of it correctly yeah. without it going on a penguin's face. Oh. Like it does sometimes. Or a bird. Or that, anything. Yeah, a that, possum even. That happened on Happy Feet. It was really sad. I know. They made it that poor penguin's identity for the whole thing. That was his main character trait. I know. That he had a six pack around his ankle. I think it was his ankle. I don't know. To be honest, when you describe it like that, it doesn't sound too bad. But it's actually the thing around a six pack. What do they call them? I don't know. Hmm. Not good for the environment anyway. Not good, not good. Just like dropping your mask, your disposable mask on the ground. Or in a pair of shoes. Just because you can walk outside freely without a mask at the moment Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have the right to just dispose of it on the ground. Exactly. Now, there are isolated incidents where it might just fall out the back pocket. You don't want other people to pick up after yourself. That's so gross. Especially. You know what I needed? One of those little, like, pinchy, pinchy things. You know, like, that pick things up. 
It's the claw. The claw. That's what I need. <laughs> but anyway, all I wanted to say on the matter was be better, do better. It's Monday. Time to start afresh. Keep your face masks on your face and don't dump them in random places. And also don't use them as a tissue because that is a sight I can't get oh, out of my head. No. Disgusting. No, but was there evidence in there to show that it was used as a tissue? Um, I'm just going to say that there was a bit of discolouring in oh. the piece. You're nasty. You're yeah. nasty. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. I read something about a New Zealand chef across the weekend. I know, not an Aussie chef, a New Zealand chef. Close enough. Yeah, we're all friends. Hey, speaking of, apparently there's large crowds at Melbourne Airport right now because a lot of people making most of the most of the fact that the Tasman bubble, Trans-Tasman bubble, uh, yes. has reopened to certain areas of Australia, so... I cannot be the only person that every time you hear the Trans-Tasman bubble, you literally think of those big bubbles that people can go in and that they scale the water. That's what I think of every time. Yeah, that's what all the Aussies are doing right now. We're, like we're going over. Yeah, that's. <laughs> you got to quarantine one of those for 14 yeah. days. And just float in the water. I'm so sorry. Please continue. So anyway, this New Zealand chef decided to experiment with a life hack, which he saw online, mm-hmm. which is always a great idea. Probably wouldn't have done this one. He has gotten steaks. Yep. Chucked them in his toaster. Ew, what? Yep. Thought to himself, oh, I'm just going to go down the street, bro. Okay, that wasn't needed. <laughs> Put the toast down, Ew. a.k.a. Ew. the steak down. Ew. Thought it would be all right to go down the street, get some fish and chips. True story, he actually was getting fish and chips. <laughs> Come back to his house engrossed in flames. And he <sighs> is a chef. He is a chef. Try explaining that to your wife when she wasn't there either. <laughs> what? Apparently there was a life hack where you can put steak in a toaster. Oh my gosh. Imagine what your toast would taste like for the end of time. But who, like, you know you're going to be at least 10 minutes. You no. don't put toast in for 10 minutes. No. You know what's going to happen. It's going to be burnt to the shizens and potentially catch on fire. Yeah. Like, you just wouldn't do it. No. No, no, no. But then when you chuck a steak in there. <sighs> Your steak's at risk. I just, why would you think of doing that? Well, he thought it was a great idea. He'd seen it online and thought, oh, I'll give it a go. It's a viral hack. Oh, it's viral, I can tell you that much. Like, have a look at that house. <laughs> Imagine doing all the paperwork and they, like, all the fireys and stuff, having to write that up. Cause of fire, steak in toaster. But in a plot twist, he still managed to claim it on his home insurance to get his house fixed. And, but he wasn't satisfied with what he was paid. Did he get to, um, at well, least. It was he- his fault! Did he at least get to enjoy his fish and chips? I don't think so. I think they would have gone cold. I think so. Wow. (laughs) That's a really intense 10 minutes, hey? Oh, so intense. But you know what he learned out of that? What? Might be a better idea to try the fried fish in the toaster as opposed to... (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I I can't get the image of a steak being put in a toaster out of my mind. Well, apparently it is a viral hack that people are doing. If you're going to do it... You know what? I'm not even going to encourage you to do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because 
It's Ooh, it's oh, just it's too fleshy for the morning. It's too fleshy. There's only a few ways you can do it, right? There's a pan, or if you have a form of grill in your house, like one of those ones that you use to toast other stuff in, then you could probably. I think. The, oh, at a barbecue, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Forget the most obvious way to cook a steak. Oh, on a barbecue, on a hot grill. Yeah, that would help. To supervise the grill, though. Oh. Don't leave it unattended. And don't put it in a toaster. <sighs> I'd love to know, though. 404 When you thought you've done the right thing, but you haven't. Oh, he didn't do the right thing. And I, he knows that, too. Well, I'll give you a, an example, right? We got souvlaki's for dinner one night. Yep. And they were enjoyable. But Dad thought his was a little cold. Anyway, you know what he decided to do? Don't tell Put him. it straight in the microwave. All of with a sudden. The, with the foil. All, all of a sudden. Oh, kaboom. I didn't know what I was looking at. <laughs> it was like I was looking at a solar eclipse. The colors. And then, <laughs> Thankfully, we live to tell the story. Yeah. And the microwave didn't explode. I love bringing stories on this show. About people either changing their names or having a name similar to somebody else. We play the name game a little bit. And this one, Bianco, comes to you from the UK, where a woman has had to legally change the name of her young daughter because she named her daughter Alexa. (laughs) And 10 years on, that name hits a little differently. Hi, Alexa. How are you today? Well, this is the problem. So, telling the BBC News, this mother said that she started her daughter not wanting to introduce herself because of the jokes and the backlash. She was still a child, yet adults thought it was okay to make a joke of her. It's devastating. The school was unhelpful and told her she needed to build resilience, which I think is a bit harsh. Oh, that is rich. She's in a much better place now. We have cut off friends and moved her to a new school to allow a fresh start. The injustice will just never leave her or us. The brand, responsible, must change the default wake word on its devices. This was clearly not enough research into using the name Alexa. Well, you say that, but what came to mind instantly for me yep. was a famous actor and actress's daughter who might share a similar name to something you call on a device if you use a particular device. Yes, correct. Imagine that. Yeah. Being called... No, but she's Suri. Yeah, but if it's pretty close. Yeah, it's very, it's pretty close. Hey, Suri! Oh. Yeah. (laughs) But see, I would take that as an opportunity because I really do feel for this young girl because particularly when you're in that like pre-teen teenage, it's Mm. the worst. Like you're very self-conscious. But if I was an adult and my name was Alexa... I'd be running with it. If people even tried that joke, I'd be so sassy back. Yeah, but the name Alexa predates the actual device, which is called Alexa. Yeah, but or- you would think, though, maybe the human names they should sort of stray from a little bit because there'd be a lot of Alexas out there who are dealing with this. I think, though, at the same time, they don't want to be stereotypical like, oh, hey, C3PO. See, I quite like that. It's personal. Yeah, but it's... Because it could be 3-0, but it could also be 5-0. You it's know what trademarked, I mean? It's because it's Star Wars. Oh. oh, did I disagree with a Star Wars reference? Yes. <laughs> or R2-D2. I hate myself. <laughs> it helps to look these things up.
or know these things. Oh my gosh, who am I? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> but you didn't know my Star I'm Wars re- reference there. No, I'm I'm very appreciative I didn't get it. However, at the same time, hi Flubber. See, like, why can't we just come up with random names like that? What about um? Oh, <gasps> you know what would be fun. If it changed all the time and you'd get like, it would just roast somebody for like their first email name that they ever had, like their first user. Like, so I'd be like, hey, dancing underscore queen underscore Catherine at hotmail.com. That'd be fun. You didn't have to reveal your old MSM name to us, please. I was really proud of it back in the day, guys. Oh, I'm sure you would And I still am a little bit, you know. (laughs) Compared to mine. Go on. I had two. You got to announce it if you as if you're talking to Alexa. So, mine initially was was a kid. Hey, was a kid. <laughs> Is that a take on um, Lee Harding's was a boo? No, I just not intentional. I almost at all. feel like it is. When I was younger, and you had the pink the pink stripe in your hair in the gray, no, the green. No, it was just was a kid. And then I went I went from was a kid to white's ninety nine. I don't know why. No, maybe it had something to do with my last name. No, you need a few more um, underscores in there like me. But yeah, I want to know what's a name that you... Have you changed your name? Or what is something about your name that you can't stand because of technology now? Because Alexa's, they're not feeling it. Series, not so much. What about Bixby's? Are there any Bixby's? I was going to say, I don't think there's many Bixby's. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> I'm asking the question, when you may have sort of done some investigating around your property. Wait, did you, you just live? use the word investigating yeah. and not use our sound effect? <laughs> you mean this one? Better, thank you. Gosh, the audacity of some people. Well, see, the reason I ask this question is because a family in Italy, and, and Italy is a historic place in itself, but a family in Italy have stumbled across a $300 million original art piece just by chance while they explore their property. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. How do people find fortune, literally find fortune like this? It's pretty amazing. Wow. Out of nowhere. Well, they thought it might have been something of note. Wait, hang on a second. Did they know the... Is, is it a port? You said it was a portrait. Yeah, yeah like it's just full-on painting. did they know they owned it or is this literally fallen out of the sky? No, like they had seen it in their household before. Okay, I was going to say. But they just didn't know what the true value of it was. And it was an original Rembrandt. Rembrandt was like this artiste. Oh, I thought you meant the um ball that Neville uses to help remember things in Harry Potter. No. Equally important art. It's alleged to have come from somewhere between 1632 and 1633, so centuries old. They had it preserved and then valued. Jeez, imagine that. You buy a house and you don't spend anywhere near the amount of what this painting ends up being. You become a multi-millionaire from it. Pretty amazing. I can't say I've ever found anything like that in my house. No, me either. Um I saw a few slaters growing up. That excited me as a kid. A what? You know, the little roly-poly bugs? No. That was always a big find. No. You've never seen a slater? No. Oh, I probably have, but the way you're describing it, when I hear slater, I think of a cricketer. Oh, no. (laughs) But no, no art pieces from me, I wish. See, Um, because my house is quite old. 
that I live in. It's 100 years old. It actually is officially 100 years, 101 this year. I forget that as soon as... Because <laughs> I, was, I was always told, oh, you live in a house that's around about 100 years old, Carl. But then when I dug deeper, I realized that... <laughs> I hope you didn't dig up the house. It's 101 years old. No, no, not that. Not, not quite. But <laughs> when I actually did the math, because of course I'm very good at math... I discovered that it was a hundred years old on in 1920 because it's it was built in 1920. I was going to say it's not, it wasn't a hundred years old on 1920 because that would be a very very old house. No, no, it's around about a hundred years old now. Yeah, I believe it was built in around 1920. Should we have a hundred year old party, like an outdoor broadcast from your house to celebrate your house being a hundred? No, there won't be any of that. Ah, oh, be fun. <laughs> there won't be any of that. I'm sorry to advise. And we all come, it could be a house party, but we all come dressed as what the costuming would have been like when your house was built. <laughs> that would have been incredible. And we would have to broadcast like that. Oh, boy. Cheerio, old spot. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Oh, I could. I could. Give me, give me five minutes oh, and I could get into character. Dress up. Can I dress up in a top hat? Yeah. That would give me an excuse to grow my beard again. No. Just because you've got a top hat doesn't mean you have to look like Lincoln. Ned Kelly, come at me. Oh. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. You know, it's 12 months ago that I grew that beard. It's. I had a memory pop up on social media. I genuinely think I've got trauma from that time. You showed me a photo on Friday with your long hair and your beard, and it was almost like I was hosting with a different person for four months. It was a long. I had it for a while. I grew it. It was not for you. And then I got publicly humiliated at work yeah. and had to shave it off. Yeah. Had to shave it off, had to get my hair cut. My hair was so long as well. I don't live with long hair. It's not good. Miss it doesn't either. Whoa, okay. Just because you got matching haircuts now. I didn't ask him to get matching haircut. He just came in this morning and left the door wide open while we were doing the weekend wrap. <laughs> yeah, if the weekend wrap wasn't up to scratch, it was because there was an Arctic breeze literally blowing onto us. Because of, um, yeah, because mm. of missing. I couldn't believe this when I stumbled across an old movie that is 20 years old today. One that we grew up watching. I'm talking of Shrek. Oh, iconic. Have you ever properly watched every bit of that movie? Okay. There's a difference between watching Shrek as a kid and then watching it through the lens of well, an adult. Well, this is something I totally missed. Like, <laughs> revelation. Massive I know revelation. I what you're going to talk about because I wanted though? to talk about this and, and I'm traumatised. Do you though? Is it what I think you're going to say? Well, what do you think I'm going to say? Do we have to do a disclaimer to the vegetarians and vegans? Possibly. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> well, it turns out... No. The three bears, Mama Bear, Daddy Bear <sighs> and Little Bear... At one point where they're sort of all being taken hostage by Lord Farquhar. Which, by the way, that guy, I could say some things, but they're inappropriate. His name really lives up to his personality, Farquhar. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, which, by the way, as an adult, appreciate that so much more now. Mm, there were some subtle things in oh, there yeah. you begin to appreciate more mm. and more as life goes on. Just like, because you got to have friends. Yeah. Stop singing. That's your life advice for me a lot of the oh, time yeah. on this program. <laughs> but when I saw the fate oh. of the mama bear, 
It's so... The breakdown. It's too far, in my opinion. I mean, can I just say, for the record, if you were going to get rid of any family member, you'd probably think it would be the, the father bear, not the mama yeah. bear, first of all. So that's very rich. Yeah, very rich. So I suppose the point we're trying to get to is mama bear got killed and turned into a carpet. Uh, a with, accessory with her head still attached to the fur, and it's a lot. And the bow, the bow and that the was bow. in Mama Bear's head. Wow, I just what kind of sick producer thought of that? Like they've got some great adult jokes in that movie. Well, the thing is, but that's too far. I don't know whether or not that was going to be in the initial Shrek, which didn't have Mike Myers. Yeah, we don't know because, of course. For those that didn't know, Mike Myers wasn't the first person. This fact comes up at least once a year on the show. (laughs) Hang on, can you get a drum roll seat before you tell it? Because this is a once a year affair, guys. Sit, belt yourselves in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually scrap the drum roll. I did play it for a second there. You did. Here's a little Monday tidbit for you. Bit intense, but let's roll with it. Mike Myers wasn't the first person to play Shrek. You're kidding. Oh, I'm not kidding. Can I say, Bianco, with each year that passes, your execution of that fact gets better and better. Good for you. Oh, thank you. I just don't know how you're going to be able to present that in 2022. I just don't know. How do you top that? That's possibly... Another nice thing to add to the nicest things you've ever said to me in the last few weeks. I'll take that from you. But yeah, Chris Farley, who of course was famous on Saturday Night Live, great comedian, did movies such as Tommy Boy and Beverly Hills Ninja, and featured in Wayne's World as well. Mm -hmm. Ever seen Wayne's World in the first one? He's the security guard when the limo drives off and it says Mr. Big, and they're like, wow, I wonder who was in that limo. He's the security guard. And in the second Wayne's World, he's the friend that is always... Uh, around and says he's not worthy. Anyway, you got to watch Wayne's World to see. But there's uh, my revelations well for done. a few Monday morning. Not only did Mama Bear get killed in uh. Shrek, which is new to me. Hey, I think that out of all of this, all we can say is that Donkey should count himself lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you take out of it. Like, I mean, obviously, main character energy for starters. Second of all, yeah, the fact that he survived the whole... How many were there? Wasn't there meant to be another one? And everyone's like, that's enough. You've ruined it now. Like a lot of TV shows and movies. I quite possibly saw one of my favourite things I've seen in some time over the weekend. So, big news in the Powell family unit. My mum won the lottery. Sorry? And by that I mean a very small prize. So, Jam won $8. Huge, huge win. And anyway, the way it worked, it was actually, we can't actually figure this out. Apparently, she bought the ticket for somebody else, like obviously to go in like a birthday card or something. But she can't remember who it was and whose prize it is. So, instead of it going back onto her account, they sent a check in the mail for the $8. So anyway, big day when it arrived. Yeah, it sounds it. She opens it up, looks at the check on the bottom, and then looks again and goes, what the? It would appear, and this is a little life hack from your girl KP this morning, if you're going to get a check with your lottery prize, make sure 
it's not a really small prize because um, they do take the postage and handling out of the prize fee. <laughs> oh, really? Jan won $4. <laughs> Check for 4 bucks in the mail. Um, she couldn't even get a coffee in Parkdale for that, could she? Depends where you go. Um, but yeah, so it was it was you know, it was one of those moments where first of all it's not her prize anyway, sorry Jen. But yeah, she literally lost half her money just to get the thing sent. Wow. That is peak twenty twenty one. It's the ultimate rags to rags story. It is incredible. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. So then well she's got the drama now, it's like, first of all, four dollars, woohoo. Second of all, she has to figure out whose $4 it actually is and is it worth giving it to them. Wow. Amazing stuff. Amazing. That is amazing. That is one expensive check to get sent, though. Yeah, it is a little bit. It's only a piece of paper. I suppose you got to factor in everything, though, don't you? You think you'd just be able to email it these days? Well, it, it is quite pricey to send mail these yeah. days, though, too. Like, I don't know about you, but if you buy something online and you go to get it sent to you, you know, put your details in. Delivery, it's like express delivery. This price, normal yep. delivery, usually is free, but you don't know when you're going to get your items. You, you really don't. But, yeah, I want to know, Bayside, on 0404 what is the worst thing that you have won? Because that's not a great prize. The first thing that comes into my mind was in primary school. I don't know if your school did this too. At the end of each term, there was a big raffle mm. and you could win a prize. Um, the one and only time I won was the Father's Day raffle. Everything went to my dad. See, I've got a story for you about winning things. Go on. When I was in Queensland, I was—I think I was at one of the amusement parks, theme parks. And earlier that year, I'd spoken to my year seven science teacher. And he said, oh, you know, one of the ice cream companies... They're running a promotion right Stop. now Yep. where you go to buy an ice cream and you go on with a chance of winning an MP3 player because it was those cool yeah. days of winning MP3 players. Anyway, he said the trick to it is you feel in the actual freezer yeah. if the ice cream feels hard because it's an artificial ice cream. Wait, artificial ice cream? Yeah, like it's a, a plastic ice cream. So you unwrap the wrapper and it oh. says congratulations. Wait, do you won. get an ice cream though for winning as well? No, they give you another one after you've opened say, it. I was going to say, because what if you just wanted an ice cream? So anyway, I just so happened to put my hand in mm-hmm. and I felt an ice cream that was hard at this place. Yep. And I thought, hang on a second. I, f- I feel like my year seven science teacher told me this earlier in the year. He had the same thing. He found a hard ice cream. Thought, oh, that's a bit stiff. Pulled it out. Opened it. And voila. Congratulations. You're a new owner oh, of an MP3 player. That's a good win. So, See, a friend of mine won um, a year supply of KFC. Okay. He didn't care. <laughs> that's a pretty good win. Got the gag there. Thank you. Didn't really like it. I'll be here for the rest of the hour. Watching things with your parents. You'll recall that around about this time last year, I watched 365 Days you with my did. parents. And um, that was remarkable. It was. It was. It was beauty. It was. Grace. Everything and anything, basically. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't advise you watch it with your parents. No. But it appears you've done it again, Bianco. 
Well, you think I've done it again uh-huh. because you don't know where I'm going to go with this. No, but I can only imagine. I haven't watched something with my parents, which is the story I'm going to tell right now. Okay. I'm going to alert you of the fact that uh, a parent has decided to watch some explicit material with her children. Because apparently it's an educational thing. Uh-oh. Indonesian pop star, Wayu Sechening, Budai, known as Uni Shara, yep. took part in an interview where she said it was impossible for children these days to not watch explicit material, aka pornography, and that she believes it's best not to tell them off if you do end up finding them watching adult content. She said... If I catch my children watching it, I decide to sit down and watch it with them. Oh, gosh. Now, this is a revelation. I have never heard of child and parent watching explicit material together for educational purposes. I think the kids would get over it very quickly. I think so, too. Yeah. But, I mean, how far is too far? That's a bit... Drawing Look, I mean, the line, bit, isn't it? I think it depends as well. Like, is this something that, like, her kids are teenagers and they're actively seeking this stuff? Or is it that awful, like, pop-up in, like, another website? You know what I mean? Like... No, it's not awful pop-up. I'll, okay, I'll give you so, the so she's got teenagers, obviously. She's got teenagers. Leave them alone. Gosh. I'm not a parent, but leave them alone. But, I mean, how do you... Like, I suppose there are obvious moments where you walk in and you could tell... Yeah. But if it's not so obvious, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing walking into Charles? Can you imagine? You'd be like that Homer Simpson meme, you know, with the eyes wide open, backing back into the hedge. That's literally what um it would be like. It would be. It's it's almost a little bit like, you know, in American Pie. Yep. How Jim and his dad always have those chats. <laughs> yes. That's what it kind of is. A real life version of this. Mm -hmm. This Indonesian popular person has come out and said, this is what happens with her children. And you know what? I appreciate her honesty. You know, yeah, well, that's the thing. I think it's very difficult being a parent this day and age in the public eye because there's so much scrutiny around stuff. But um, it's definitely an interesting conversation, that's for sure. Anyway, I'd love to know what the most interesting thing is you've ever watched with your family or your parents or even maybe your siblings. Because sometimes you do get caught off guard. Mm -hmm. You might be watching something with your sister or your brother. Yeah. And all of a sudden your parents walk in and you're like, well, look, it's probably not for you. No, no. Step right back from the computer. Thank you. I can't really say I've really found myself in that situation very often. No, I think you learned your lesson from um. But after that movie. three six five yeah, days, no. it's taken me three six five days to recover. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it that way. A woman has gone viral on the internet over the weekend because she was just going through her house. She's in her mid forties and stumbled across a report card that she got from when she was in kinder, Bianco, and. Obviously, the times have changed a little bit. You've got to be a little bit nicer in your report cards did, now. Did you get report cards in kinder? I didn't. I got a different kind of report in kinder. Oh, did you? <laughs> I don't want to go there. Um, but anyway, I thought I would read out what little Louise got up to in kinder. <laughs> little Louise. And then we're going to have a think and talk about what was said on our report cards. But let's go with Louise first. 
Louise took a while to settle in, her teacher says, finding school a big step, full of situations that she felt overwhelming and left her feeling insecure. She needs support and guidance to steer her in the right direction as she can be rather determined and try to get in her own way. She's made friends with a few children, but not necessarily ones who would do it by their own accord. Encourage her to keep on task. She is very good at digressing and finding herself over in the home corner. She fails to realise the importance of commitment to work. No doubt a reflection of her maturity. She was four. Whew. That escalated quickly. Yeah. I mean, Sorry, Louise. Imagine having the audacity to just literally attack and clap out a four-year-old. Like, imagine that woman, this is all handwritten, obviously, with her pen being like, mm, what am I going to say about little Louise? Oh, yeah, that's right. She lacks maturity for a four-year-old. Wow. That's a pretty big thing to say. And the fact that her friends probably wouldn't have chosen Louise to be their friends, but she's bullied them into it. Like, that's harsh. Wow. I'd love Uh, to know what Louise's parents thought about that. Well, it's hard to know what Louise's parents were thinking. Yeah. But it wouldn't have helped that when she got back from (laughs) early learning, she got mistaken. What? You know why? Why? Because they called her the wrong name at birth. Yeah. What? She was supposed to be called. Oh, no. Bad gag. That reference is nearly as old as the report card. Hey, look, I um, was intrigued by what I read about a alleged time traveller. Oh. From the year 3036. That's not like the Jonas Brothers said. No, because they They'd said been from the year, year 3000. 3000. There's not much to say, but I have no. a new daughter. Isn't that how it goes? What? Isn't that how the song goes? What? Say that again. There's not much to say, but I have a new daughter. Oh my God, producer Jack, get on the mic. <laughs> but that's, isn't that? No. Not much has changed, but they live underwater, Water. which doesn't actually make much sense. Oh, and your sense. great-granddaughter is pretty fine. No, no, that... you're wrong, wrong. Great-great-great-granddaughter. Yeah. yeah Great-great-great-granddaughter. Okay, we didn't need a singing. It's pretty fine. But you that know, that's such a creepy thing to say. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so this alleged time traveller says that in the year, I believe it's 2056, we're going to have a large blackout for 20 years. Bianco, I did this segment like a couple of months ago. No, you didn't. I brought this story no, to you about not. the blackout. I did. Well, okay. If there's any kind of blackout, I want it to blackout before it blacks out. What? I don't want a blackout. That's the outcome of what I was just saying. Oh, the universe is... You hear that, universe? Carl says no. No to the blackout. The one that thing that I took out of it, which I thought was incredible, our population's going to decline by 5 billion. Yeah. The world population. Mm-hmm. So we've got around 7 billion plus people mm-hmm. living in the world right now. Correct. This person, who was alleged to be this time traveller from 3036, said that population's going to go down to 2 billion across the world. I would love to know if the time traveller knows what the fate of bucket hats are and whether we're still going to be wearing them because that needs to go. Bucket hat. Bucket hat. And bum bags too. Like, get them 
out. That's half the problem with society today. But you know what else? Apparently, items... Items. <laughs> animals. They're not what? items. Items are not animals. Gosh. Animals you find in the zoo yep. would be in- extinct. Oh, that's so depressing. No lions, no tigers, no koalas, all dead. The things you would hey, find in the zoo. Hey, hey, hey. You wouldn't own a dog or a cat. They would be what you find in zoos. No. What? Yes. Is this what this time traveller said? I Jeez, if that's the fate of dogs and cats, I'd hate to know what happened to guinea pigs and rabbits. Black-eyed Zeddy. Black-eyed Zeddy's long gone Zeddy. Long, long gone Zeddy. I'm concerned about roast. That was the other rabbit from year two. You... We had a rabbit in year two as well called that, Rose. That is awful. Well, I didn't name awful. the rabbit. What, the rabbit's name? Yes. Roast. I didn't call the rabbit Roast. That is really messed up. What's even more messed up is there was one person in my class that loved the name. Roast. Used to sing a song to it. The little rabbit Roast. See, my school didn't have pets. We had Tamagotchis and when someone's died, it was a really rough afternoon. Uh. We had to have a memorial. One girl actually, lost her mind. But were you allowed to use them in your school? We had. Actually, I had a really cool teacher and she would give us every, I think it was every two hours, we had a 15-minute Tamagotchi break so we could feed our Tamagotchis and everything. Really? And then, yeah, and then poor little Alan, her um, Tamagotchi died and she was inconsolable and so we had to actually have a funeral. And then we did say, hey, Alan, you know it's dead. If you hit the button, you can get a new one. And then she was fine. Cool story, bro. Instead of Tamagotchis, I had Beyblades. Do you remember Beyblades? So, we used to have the little plastic arenas. Did you have to do the whole let it rip thing? Yes. Except I never used to have the good ones. I used to get like ones that were... And then, yeah, but if they weren't the legit ones, I didn't play with them, but my brother had one. They really hurt your hand because it wasn't the quality to like let rip properly. The other thing... just ripped your skin instead. The other thing I rediscovered the other day after a long time is Action Man. I forgot about Action Man. How did we get here from time traveling? Because we're going back in time. Oh. Because we were talking about Roast and Black-Eyed Zeddy and their fate, long gone. They've been deady for a long time. Okay. But they ha- Look, I'm just telling you truthfully. I mean, Roast could still be alive, but I highly doubt it. Let's just hope that Roast didn't come into its full name. You know my sister's got a rabbit, pet rabbit? Mm-hmm. Its name's Latte. Oh, that's great. I mean, what goes into somebody's mind to call a pet after a drink? I'm pretty into that. Oh, yeah? Mm. What was your next pet going to be called? I have decided I'm going to stay with the whole um, man name, as in, like, I've got Norman at the moment. I want to go, like, the old-timey, like a Winston, maybe, (laughs) or, like, a Christopher. Like, I just want to – that's my career in life. Like, my life goal is when I leave this earth, I've had a series of animals with human names. Maybe a, a Colin could be on the carts. Colin? I don't know. Not a Carl. I can tell you that much. Thanks. I wouldn't want it Here to be enough a Carl. enough of that already. Yeah. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.